Gotta run deep to hold on to the truth that we're carrying. And love is the space between, the space between the seed and the whole tree. What do you say? What's in your soul? Put in the time and let it all go. Root to rise, root to rise, sunshine. friend. I'm Rachel Alaya, and this is Root to Rise. Welcome. I'm grateful and blessed to be here with you. This is a podcast for those of you who are putting in the sweet effort of living into a different way of being human. For those rooting down and rising up into the most beautiful world you know is possible. In this podcast, we will be exploring a wide range of topics, including conscious motherhood, spirituality and homesteading, marriage, homeschooling, healing, and more. This podcast comes from the living laboratory that is my own life, which incorporates an exploration of what it means to hospice the old dying ways of being out of this world and midwifing into life and existence that centers love, compassion, beauty, truth, and freedom. So get comfortable, maybe grab a tea or coffee and sit down and journey with me. I'll be sharing podcasts weekly, and I look forward to receiving input from you. Please feel free to subscribe on your favorite podcast directory and leave us a rating or a view if it resonates. Thanks so much for being here, and I look forward to seeing where this journey takes us. Hello friends, welcome. This is our ninth episode and I'm so glad you can be here. It's early morning for me. I've already finished my morning coffee. Um, been sitting here gathering my thoughts around the topic that we've been exploring, which is stress, specifically chronic stress. And I'm realizing that this is hmm, a much more important and gosh, like information heavy topic than I, I think initially anticipated. So today I, I wanted to speak a little bit about 
how to resolve the PTSD by way of the matrix. But then I realized there's so much that I else I want to say about specifically about stress. So today I'm going to just focus and hone in on the stress aspect of this conversation. And the next episode, we'll get into a little bit more about what it means to actually heal and experience healing. Before I dive in, I want to shout out the sponsor of this episode, and that is Mama Council. (laughs) So myself and my friend Alexandra Darlene, we um, are collaborating for an offering that's coming in April of 2022 called Mama Council. And this is actually a space that Alexandra has been facilitating for a couple years now. But I'm going to be joining her this round offering a weekly co-regulation call. This has everything to do with the topic that we're talking about right now, which is cumulative stress um, and its burden on the body, its burden on the family, its burden on our ability to be mothers and human beings in a way that is integral, resilient, in alignment with the most beautiful world we know is possible. Mama Council is a space to gather. It's an eight-week experience of weekly council calls to connect in community. And the addition of the co-regulation call, I'm going to be offering and leading each week will be just a brief drop-in so that we can start to anchor in some of these embodiment practices, some neurosensory exercises um, together so that we can start to tend to the body and its very basic needs of resolving some of the stuck survival energy, um, which is really what chronic stress and trauma And this idea of like PTSD by way of the matrix is in the body. And I'm going to be going into a little bit more of what that is today on this episode. But if you're a mama, and even if you're not, um, if you're a woman who's, you know, considering motherhood or exploring the archetypal mother, um, this is a great place for you to drop in. So you can find more information about Mama Council on uh, the link in my bio of my Instagram. You can also just head straight to that page at rachelalaya.love forward slash links. That's R-A-C-H-A-E-L-A-L-A-I-A dot love, L-O-V-E forward slash L-I-N-K-S. So without further ado, let's talk about 
cumulative stress and trauma and this idea of existing on the spectrum of post-traumatic stress simply by way of living within the systems of modern overculture. So there's a couple different types of trauma and stress. There's sort of those shock events that we experience, which are kind of like one-time contained events, whether it's, um, you know, like a, an accident or that nature of stress, right? Where it happens once, your body actually knows how to sort of follow the impulse of keeping yourself uh, alive and safe. And if you allow your body to sort of complete those, those impulses, then it doesn't have a, a lasting effect necessarily on the system. But the cumulative stress that we are experiencing now as a collective is really what I want to speak to today. And that is a bit more insidious because it doesn't necessarily happen as a kind of shock event. It happens over time. It happens in a way where our our systems, our nervous systems, our mind, body, spirit is taxed and strained in such a way that it's running chronically on stress hormones, so our overculture, our way of existing in the world these days collectively, um, modernity, industrialized living, it sets us up to live this way and have a, a sort of chronic state of nervous system dysregulation. So the level of chronic stress we're all under, of course, some definitely more than others, takes a massive toll. So our, our, what's affected? Our digestion, our nervous system, as I said, our cardiovascular system, our ability to experience uh, normal immune responses, our hormone and endocrine systems, our social engagement systems, our ability to like interact with our, our communities and our environment, um, how our brain works, how our creativity is accessed. Goodness, just on every level of our being, we are affected by this. And so Another interesting aspect of this is that we have these very complex brain structures and what's called our neural or frontal cort nor neural cortex, frontal cortex, frontal lobe, our higher brain um, that can actually disconnect from the body and sort of override these natural impulses to release these um, survival responses that are that is 
that are wired into the body. And we end up creating a kind of new baseline for our system that have us chronically dysregulated. So I think of mamas a lot of times when, when this concept or this idea comes to mind, right? Like we just keep overriding our survival stress response. We override the body and its needs because of all the things that we have to do. So we're fixated and we're overwhelmed and we're overriding and the body is just, you know, attempting to keep up. It's in chronic survival mode. Meaning we're just, we're just running on the stress hormones to get through the day. And this can only happen for so long. And then the body actually starts to experience shutdown and it's in chaos and it begins to just break down. And this is where we see a lot of chronic health issues, especially a lot of the chronic health issues that women are experiencing these days, whether it's autoimmune disease, whether it's a mental health disorder, um, thyroid issues, digestive issues, um, hormone disruption, infertility, the list goes on. <laughs> this absolutely is connected. So our systems are in extreme stress, extreme shutdown states, and even though our systems are designed to heal, our brains are actually kind of overriding this process and not allowing ourselves to regenerate and find resolution. Because the cost, metabolically speaking, of, of being alive, of continuing in this way, in the world, in our lives is very high. So this is so important to consider. And it's why I've been thinking and sharing and writing a lot about what it means to tend to the realization of how this cumulative like cultural and collective stress plays out in our lives you know we have the recognition that not only is there goodness just like the day-to-day -day things that we have to do it has to do this, this in part has to also do with like cultural and ideological messages that we receive that we internalize. So this, the stress then doesn't just come from outside of us, but then becomes almost programmed into our minds so that it's coming from inside of us based on the dialogue and the story 
that we've internalized about ourselves, about what we need to be doing, about what it means to be a mother, what it means to uh, experience success, like our unworthiness wounds, all of that informs our brain's capacity to allow the body a sense of rest and resolve. So not even getting to the lack of collective and community support systems for the family, for the mother, for the children. We're just, (laughs) we're even just dealing with the messages in our minds of like what I should be doing or what it means to, you know, live a successful life or be a good person or, um, you know, any number of those sort of internalized stories that then cause additional stress to our systems because it's like an internal, um, repetitive, like marketing campaign almost going on in our heads 24-7. So... What I've been thinking about a lot lately that I actually mentioned in the last episode of the podcast was having to do with maladaptive behavior and this idea that our responses are actually indicative of an underlying intelligence attempting to keep us alive, keep us uh, safe, meet our needs. So I invited us to recognize that intelligence. Why? Because when you start to develop a sense of awareness about your own patterns and how you are coping with this chronic level of stress, you can start to recognize that there is an underlying need being met. There is a benefit being accrued, even if from the outside, it may look pathological or dysfunctional. So what that helps us to do when we identify those patterns and those underlying needs is we develop understanding, we develop compassion for ourselves. We're able to tap into a kind of grace that says, ah, yes, my system is so intelligent that it is gracefully in its own way attempting to keep itself alive keep itself safe, keep itself going in the face of chronic stress or danger or life threat, right? 
there's a softening that happens when we can rest in that space of grace. And that's where we start to open up the field of possibility to healing and resolution. That's where we start to attune to our needs. We start to recognize what our needs actually are and see if they're actually getting met, first of all. Recognize how we're meeting our needs. Recognize if they're in alignment with our values and the most beautiful world we know is possible. And if they're not, see how we can resource meeting our needs in different ways. And this is not a, an overnight process. One of the incessant cultural messages that we have this day and age is this, the speed of our lives is ramped up majorly. And this in itself is a chronic stress because we're not attuned to the rhythms that are life-giving and life-supportive. We're going, 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 and there's never a pause. There's never an exhale. There's never like a gap of time of decompression where the system actually is able to, to rest and digest and metabolize what's happened and, and release what's been pent up. Hmm. With that, maybe we should just take a breath, a breath together. It's a lot. Hmm. So when I say this is not going to happen overnight, we even bring the cultural message of this healing needs to happen now, right? This resolution needs to happen now, yesterday even. So I want to invite you to take an approach that's actually grounded in the fundamental principles of healing, which is not forcing, not pushing ourselves beyond what we're capable of in this moment. But is is slow, is methodical, is conscientious. Hmm. So when it comes to stress, we recognize that there are certain things that we have to engage with in our day-to-day life to get our needs met. That's real. 
you know, most of us can't, you know, come up to the system and unplug ourselves completely. And yet we can start to find ways to minimize our reliance on a system that is actually set up to keep us in this chronic stressed state. This can often feel like we're attempting to put a Band-Aid on a huge gaping wound, and I really want to name that and recognize that. I have some friends who are very dear to me, one of which shared something recently about how you can't address systemic issues at the individual level. And while I agree that systemic issues are a root of many of our individual issues that we see, you know, I've been mentioning a lot of them today. I absolutely think that we can employ and attend to things at an individual level and have it make a difference. Why? Because if we don't do that, then we run the risk of perpetuating reactionary behavior rooted in our chronic stress response systems within the collective over and over. So one might say that there exists like a collective nervous system and a collective body. And I I actually believe that to be true, but also we are cells within that system. And if we move down to the cellular level, we can actually start to see shifts happen at that level by tending to what the cell actually needs. I've been looking a lot and researching a lot into an approach of nourishment and nutrition that's coined something along the lines of pro-metabolic nutrition and pro-metabolic healing and health and eating. And this is really looking at like, what is this, what, how does the cell function? Like rather than taking a sort of nutritionalist approach to eating, which has been very heavily influenced by marketing, for lack of a better you know, language or term, but really coming at it from a biological perspective and seeing what, do this, what does the human cell need to function properly and actually giving it what it needs that way, like thinking about it that way. And so when we can take this on like almost a micro to macro scale, we can see that like if we're teaching people to 
hone in on their locus of control because we can't control what other people do, whether we want to or not. We can really only control what we do, what our responses are. And if we're in a state of chronic overwhelm and stress, we can't, we can't even control our, our own behavior. So we need to get that under attend, you know, attended to. We need to recognize the ways that we're in chaos and out of control because our bodies are chronically stressed. So while it can feel like a Band-Aid on a huge collective gaping wound, we have the ability, each and every one of us, to start to take on this, this task of resolving our PTSD by way of the matrix, by recognizing the unmet needs that we have, by finding other ways to meet those needs, by creating other systems outside of the one that wants us and keeps us chronically stressed and dependent upon it because of that. So if you're hearing this podcast, you might be feeling a little overwhelmed. Like, well, how do I do that? <laughs> right? I'm going to have to overhaul my whole life. Ah, you know, and that in itself is kind of stressful to think about. But a huge overhaul is not necessarily sustainable. Right? Like I've been thinking a lot about the seasons of our lives and if you're attuned to the land and the place that you live and the earth and its cycles and rhythms, you know that seasons change incrementally. Yes, from one day to the next, there can be quite dramatic changes in our environment when it comes to seasonal change. But for the most part, the change that occurs is slowly over time. So I believe that nature is highly intelligent and can teach us how we can heal ourselves. So taking the cues of this idea of seasonal change, invite yourself to look at this in a way where you can start to make incremental changes working at the margins, making small, sustainable shifts, doing one thing differently. Next episode, I'm going to look more into what are our needs, what are our underlying needs that we're attempting to get met through our various conscious and unconscious patterns and behaviors? What does it mean to uh, develop and tap into a healing response? What does it mean to actually nourish ourselves and how that affects our 
ability to manage and handle and minimize the chronic stress and its effects on our system. What it means to experience resolution in the face of this chronic stress. But until then, just start to be mindful of how the system itself is keeping you stuck in these loops, whether it's dissociative patterns of freeze or reactive defensive states of fight and flight. With that, I'll close our episode today. If you found value in what was shared here, please share it with a loved one. You can share it on social media and tag me at rachel.alaya, R-A-C-H-A-E-L dot A-L-A-I-A. I'm over on Instagram. That's where I'm most active. I am, again, thrilled to be collaborating with my friend Alexandra for this next round of Mama Council. If it's something that resonates with you, please check that out at rachelalaya.love forward slash links. You can find a link to Alexandra's website there, which is where you will apply for that offering. And if you have been finding value in the podcast, I really urge you to subscribe, to leave us a rating or review over on Apple Podcasts, podcasts if that's where you listen in. And I'll be back with another episode soon on the topics discussed earlier. I hope you have a really beautiful day, week, month, year life. And I look forward to connecting soon. Bye-bye. Root to rise.